Hi, Emily. Hi, everybody. We're <laughs> finally here. You, me, my bad self-taught English. <laughs> yeah, I have to admit it. And what can I say? I am Francesco Castronuovo. I'm a web designer, web flow designer and developer from Italy. Though I actually consider myself more of a developer than a designer. I'm, I work as a freelance, but I'm also collaborating with a, an agency called Culture Studios that is based, guess where, in Philadelphia. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Westchester, though I have no idea where Westchester is. <laughs> I, and I, I don't know how far it is from the place you actually live in, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... By the way, are you interested? Would you be interested in joining the team? Oh, me? I think <laughs> yeah. it'd be really fun to uh, to meet them. So I guess I'm open to meeting whoever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we're actively looking for a designer. But yeah, we can <laughs> talk about that later on because I don't think it is an interesting topic for us. <laughs> I, I just wanted to tell you about that. So... And then, uh, yeah, I am really excited to be here, but a bit nervous to be, to be true, because this is actually one of the very first times I speak with, I'll be speaking with someone in English for more than 30 minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but as someone said, I think probably 20 years ago or so, palms are sweaty and we can, we can start. Yeah. <laughs> And so thank you so thank you so much for your for your invitation and yeah maybe uh, I can talk a bit about my my path to become a webflow developer which I think is quite unusual because I I actually have a bachelor degree and a master degree in physics so nothing to do with that. yeah nothing to do with web design or web development but Yeah, I was animated by those kinds of big questions like, yeah, who we are, where do we come from, or why I always fail to properly mix cold and hot water whenever I take a shower. So <laughs> those kinds of great questions with maybe no answer at all. But um, but as time went by, I realized that maybe the academic path didn't suit me because yeah you always have to look for a new scholarship or move from one country to another and yeah I wanted I really wanted to get a job after graduating so um yeah after after the degree I, I left uh, university and what I did was actually looking for an, an actual job and my first experience Um, yeah, I was in a company with a, an ordinary nine-to-five job. I developed user interfaces with um, Visual Studio and the .NET framework. But yeah, I escaped from that place because it, it, it was a very bad experience, I guess, because I was in an environment that yeah, they didn't and they don't actually invest on people. Uh, I didn't have any opportunity to to grow or to make my career grow so uh, I, I came across um, web, website design and development thanks to a friend of mine he is actually an, a financial consultant and yeah he wanted to to give a new fresh look to his website so I, I started to to learn something about 
WordPress, uh, to, to be honest. Yeah, I, I used Word, WordPress before Webflow, and, and I really can't remember how I came across Webflow the, the first time. Maybe, maybe thanks to yeah, one random video on YouTube. Yeah, probably. And, but I soon fell in love with it. So I, I decided to stick with it. And yeah, I'm also part of um, a web design academy. It is called Flux Academy. Mm. And yeah, I, and it is a, a great environment because yeah, it is an international environment first, first, first thing first, and then yeah, you you can find lots of challenges, I guess, because uh, yeah, if you uh, jump jump into the forum, yeah, you can answer to or look for yeah problems or issues that people are having and you can yeah try to spend some time solving those issues and you you always have something new to to learn and i really like that that part and yeah yeah. and yeah one funny thing maybe about myself is that i (laughs) i hate swans swans the bird yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because they, everybody everybody says that they are beautiful from my personal experience. <laughs> they are actually dirty, or maybe I should use the word filthy birds. <laughs> yeah, because when I was at the university, I yeah I lived in sort of we can call it a college maybe yeah, uh, an an ancient building. It it was like Hogwarts. Yeah, and you enter that place, and yeah, it took maybe. A week or so to to find your bearings inside that place because it was like a, yeah a square with all four sides equal to to one another so you didn't know where where you were when you were moving into yeah into the building and they they had they have actually a, a very great yeah garden with lots of trees and they and they have a a pond with I don't know if they are still alive, but <laughs> when I <laughs> when I attended university, there were two big swans, mm-hmm. and yeah, but they they used to swim in this pond, and yeah, you know they are birds, they are animals, so they they, they eat, and okay, you you got it, and, and they drink from that pond. So and they also are, I think, angry birds also because yes. Uh, someone uh, we we didn't know how, but someone uh, one day brought brought in this garden two two small ducks. They didn't even have feathers on them, <laughs> and yeah, they were in this pond with the two swans. <laughs> and yeah, I can remember that for at least one month or 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 so. Yeah, I I woke up because of the swans attacking with their beaks, the two little ducks. Yeah. And they, they couldn't get too, too close to, <laughs> to, to the swans because yeah, there was their domain. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. And so I, I don't have a really good experience with swans and that's why I, I, I don't like them at all <laughs> to be, <laughs> to be true. I have a friend, uh, he had a job, uh, like an internship that he did for six months and there were these geese that were outside oh. of his his work and every day they would try to attack everyone to a point that they would like sit outside of his car and wait for him 
and then attack him <laughs> as he was trying to get to his car. And after one day, he just had enough of it. And he saw this, this geese, this goose, uh, charging his car as he was driving. And so he just checked it a little bit. And as he was walking, he just, yeah. as he, his car was moving, he just opened his door real fast and closed it and hit the swan and hit the, the goose. Oh. And the goose stopped bothering him for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they are actually weird birds. And they also have, I, I can remember it quite well, they also have, I, I don't know even how to call those birds in, in Italian. They are something like, yeah, very big hen. Yeah, and yeah, I, I can remember that. I don't know, it, it was quite scary because, yeah, it used to, to step upon, uh, I don't know, that there was a sort of... Um, i don't know it, it is definitely not a guardrail but then yeah it uh, it jumped on 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 a little stairs let's say so and yeah i can remember that uh i entered yeah the, the place where we used to leave our bicycles i turned my head to to left and this was there was this big hand staring at me very very close maybe one palm away from my face <laughs> yeah and <laughs> that, that was a terrible experience but i guess before you even went to college um and uh started fighting birds um <laughs> what what was it like um kind of like growing up where you are like to to americans um like verona seems like so like beautiful and amazing and a place that everybody's like oh I, I wish I could just uh go to Italy like yeah. once on a vacation so I'm just curious like before we we um go into detail on anything else like what was it like growing up where you live yeah I actually uh, grew up in in a small country in the south of Italy I moved to Verona yeah because I, I found a job there And yeah, uh, so actually wh where I'm currently living, because I moved from Verona to, to the place I actually grew up. Yeah, it, it is a small country and I really don't like it that much because. Really? Yeah, but because you don't have lots of opportunities to, yeah, to grow or to meet uh, different people. Uh, it is quite Mm, a, a quite close environment yeah because uh, there are few people and mm, yeah and they are not used to move away from the this country so yeah mm, uh, lots of people are we can say something like narrow-minded maybe mm, home buddies <laughs> and, yeah and that's one of the reasons why i i moved away when I decided to go to the university to, to study physics. I, I study physics in Pavia. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, after graduating, I, I found a job in Verona. And so I moved there. And then when I decided to quit the job and, yeah, spend all my time being a freelancer, I moved back to my, yeah, my so IE. Where, where did you grow up before Verona? Um, yeah, in a small country called Mesagne, oh, in, okay. in the south of Italy, in Puglia. 
Okay. Yeah, and there's actually one thing I would really, I really wanted to to ask you. Me? Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> not just out of curiosity. Yeah, because your your surname or last name, I don't know how it is called uh, uh, in in US. I don't know if last name is, um, you know, UK or US. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> so yeah, but, I. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it is an, an, an Italian surname, isn't it? Yeah, so my uh, my grandfather's mother uh, came from Palermo. Um, oh. Yeah, so uh, that's that's where I got my, my last name. My, my grandfather, he's the only one in, in my family that speaks Italian. Um, and yeah. he's, he's uh, quite a funny character. Like my whole family is uh, uh, the Italian part. They're New York Italians. Um, oh. And so... Uh, like in my family, there's like Italian bakeries and stuff like that in New York. Um, I wasn't involved. I grew up in Pennsylvania, but, uh, but yeah, so that, that's where that comes from. I've never been, uh, to Italy, but I would love to go. But yeah, that's, that's where that all comes from. So it's, it's funny, like between my, my mother and my father, um, I, uh, if people tell me that I just look like an Italian version of my mother. <laughs> <laughs> like I got all the Italian features from my dad, but I look very much like my mother. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's what that's from. But actually, I um, uh, I, I'm really curious in, in last names and stuff like that. And I uh, sometimes there's not always like a meaning behind somebody's last name. Um, but when I I looked, I I, I love the meaning behind my last name. I think it's kind of interesting. Um, it being having to do with like the Jordan River and. Uh, baptism oh. and things like that so that's that's what I've always been told but I saw that your last name uh in English would be translated to Newcastle is that right yeah something like that but I really don't know where it comes from <laughs> 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 it's true I'm not that interested in, <laughs> in the topic so but yeah so I just curious um because it's always kind of fun to to hear this part of the story um what what were you really like as a kid growing up uh there like what kind of things were you interested in like do you kind of remember what kind of person you were back then um yeah my my mom always says that I was a curious kid yeah I (laughs) yeah I was always asking for shoe size really (laughs) yeah very specific (laughs) Very specific, yeah. She always tells me, <laughs> she always tells about that, and I really can't remember about that, but yeah, she, she says that it is true. And what else? And I used to probably, yeah, memorize, yeah, the, the, the number, I don't know how to call that in English, yeah, the number of, uh, on, on the cars, yeah. On, on oh, that. really? Yeah, I I really liked numbers, so probably that that's the way I that I decided to study physics. And yeah. as I grew up, yeah, I I can remember that I also loved playing the guitar, though I decided to quit because, yeah, actually I I, I don't know why. Maybe because there there weren't and there aren't at least here any opportunity to or. Yeah, to to make money by playing the guitar, <laughs> or at least it is very 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 difficult. Then you have to love the playing the, that instrument a lot. Yeah, to and and decide and decide to to move. Yeah, from from one place to to another. Yeah, to to find opportunities and yeah, maybe find your way. But 
yeah, choosing the university was, yeah, the thing that most people, that decision most, most people took or actually take nowadays here. So maybe that, that was the reason why, yeah, I decided to, to quit with, with guitar and yeah, move <laughs> to Pavia and. So you said that, um, that your interest in physics came a lot from just like everyday things. Um, yeah. Like, like the, the shower <laughs> and all of Stop. these things. So do you kind of remember what age you decided like, Hey, this is something that I might be really interested in uh, to the point of like, I'm interested in it. And now I'm going to start looking at schools for physics. Yeah. I don't think, um... I don't think there was a specific time when I yeah, decided to um, study physics. Um, I always yeah, found myself studying yeah, um, or diving deeper uh, into physics when I was at high school. And I really like to dive deeper into yeah, those strange questions. And I really wanted to, to take the academic path Though then as time went by, yeah, I completely changed my mind. Uh, but yeah, maybe it was due to my curiosity. I just wanted to, to know how the universe works and stuff like that. But probably, yeah, you know, when you read those things on, on books, all seems quite let's say simple or easy to, to understand then when you have to, to study those things and to, to understand those things. Yeah. Everything becomes very, very complicated and you have to love some really love the subject. Yeah. To then decide to go ahead and dive even deeper into it. And yeah, I found myself not, not liking that much. Mm. Do you remember the the time period when you were deciding which school to go to? Uh, do, do you do like college tours? Like in the U.S., we'll go to like all over. We'll go to like Florida and Ohio and all of these different places all over the place to like look at schools. But I don't know if that's kind of like a weird American thing. Like what what were you looking for when you were picking schools? Yeah, talking about high school, I decided yeah to to attend yeah that high school because there I didn't have much, many choices actually yeah we we don't uh, we don't go around to to find yeah the let's say the the perfect school of the one we we would like to go to. Mm. There were just two schools in my my country, and I decided to go to one of those because yeah, uh, that uh, that one was the one I liked the most. But yeah, for <laughs> that there there wasn't a, there weren't any other reasons why I decided to go there. A for a, as for the university instead, yeah, I decided to go to Pavia because at that time, at least. This is what they, they said. Um, that university was one of the best universities for studying physics in uh, Italy. Mm. And they also have, um, yeah, something like, uh, I don't know how, can, how I can call it, but yeah, um, a school apart from 
university where you can attend other courses and and yeah learn other things and yeah but actually i didn't spend so much time looking for a a place to go and yeah um i i just yeah found that pavia could be a good place to to start and then i went for it yeah do you um so you 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 moved there and you like stayed in the dorms there correct yeah yeah so i'm curious uh Do you, and I know these are all like very random questions, but uh, do you kind of remember what it, uh, like right before you moved? Because I remember that night before I went to college uh, very vividly. <laughs> um, do you, so were you, were you nervous? Did you like have an idea of what to expect? Oh yeah, I can remember that I, I wasn't that nervous. Yeah, because I really wanted to go to move away from, from my home and start a new experience. But then what I found when I went there was completely different from what I expected. Because, yeah, um, the college where I lived in um, could be considered as a whole world on, on its own with its rules and, yeah, its rituals And yeah, if you if you don't know anything about that world, yeah, you you definitely you are definitely taken aback because mm. you yeah you really don't know what what to expect. And another funny thing to yeah to talk about is that <laughs> one of one of these ritual, uh, yeah, have you ever tasted that smelly jelly thing that usually dog loves? love eating <laughs> a smelly j- jelly thing uh <laughs> yeah the one in the can <laughs> oh, i don't know like in the u.s with like dogs love peanut butter and stuff like that but it's like it's like a dog treat type thing yeah <laughs> that thing. okay and yeah I, and i tasted it <laughs> in <laughs> one of in one of those rituals and Yeah, uh, along with some other interesting things like, you know, <laughs> dr- drinking milk with vine gar and beans. Uh, but and maybe <laughs> we, we can stop here because that was, <laughs> that was not a great experience. But yeah, actually, it, it was at the end, it was quite funny because, yeah, you <laughs> you were not alone. <laughs> yeah, there were lots of guys with you. And yeah, but yeah if you look at those things from a point of view that is outside that world yeah everything looks quite yeah crazy <laughs> so uh, how many how many years were you there uh in the u.s it's normally four or five oh, yeah, here in italy five years okay so i spent five years there and actually the last two years yeah i I was quite bored or mm, that place, yeah, because um you always yeah you end up leaving the the same things over and over again every year, yeah, okay, uh, every year you have a different role inside the we can call it a hierarchy <laughs> uh, but mm, yeah um as you grow up you mm, tend to develop your own interests 
and those interests are mostly outside the college so you you just uh, look forward to, to to yeah going out and take uh, yeah take a step away from from that place and, and start a new life so <laughs> so you you came there to to start something new and by the time that you got there you're like oh I can't wait to start something new after this yeah after the first three or four years yeah that that was i that what what I thought yeah actually was it um scary to realize hey i I'm here now I'm here for four years, and I don't know exactly if I want to do this afterwards. Is that what you were thinking yeah, um, but I don't know. I was quite sure that I would find something after after the college. Uh, yeah, probably the most scary or the scariest period there in the college was, yeah, the very first weeks. Because, yeah, as I, as I said, I didn't know what, what to expect, or at least I found a, an environment that was completely different from what I thought should be a, a, a university college. And, and being Pavia, yeah, something like a thousand kilometers away from my, from my home or from the place I grew up, yeah, I, I couldn't just take a train or or an mm. airplane to come back home and have a rest and then come back to 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 Pavia so I I spent almost all my weekends there and because most of the people attending the college yeah lived uh, in, in the neighborhood we can say mm. um they tend to come back home uh, for for the weekend and then yeah I was uh, along with all yeah all the older guys and yeah that was not funny <laughs> for, for speech, yeah so did uh did you feel a little like homesick a little bit or just kind of like I wish all my friends were here and not going home and leaving me here by myself <laughs> I, I don't know I I took that as a challenge because uh, I always said to myself, yeah, uh, you decided to, to go there. So you have to take your time to, yeah, you know, to, to, to find your uh, rhythm. We can, we can call it find your way and you, you have to do it because, yeah, that, that's what you that's what you choose. And then go go for it. <laughs> yeah. I I can't remember that I missed my my parents and yeah I sometimes yeah <laughs> tears fall off my <laughs> eyes but uh, yeah I think it is it is something quite that that happens all all the time no, no matter maybe how old you are <laughs> every time you you change place you you change your routine and you you, you start for a new journey yeah <laughs> you 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 feel all all those emotions so it is something you you get you have to get accustomed to so and are you uh do you have siblings and are you the oldest sibling 
Yeah, I have a younger brother and a younger sister. My brother is actually 27 years old. I'm 30, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, while my sister is 18 years old. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have an 18-year-old sister as well <laughs> right now. <laughs> but but uh, just just curious, was anything different for you? You think um, being the the first sibling to leave, because I'm the oldest of three as well. I it, I'm uh, 23, oh. just recently turned 20, and um, I have a sister who's uh, turning 20, um, and then a younger sister that is turning uh, 18 this month. And so I I think that my experience of being the first one to leave home is slightly different than my middle sister's experience because. It's kind of like, oh, in our family, we kind of know what it's like for one of us to leave. But mm-hmm. uh, was it weird for everything to kind of like be the same at home, except you're the only person that's that's kind of missing? Mm, I actually don't know because, yeah, I'm also the the only one that decided to move away from from home. Mm-hmm. My, my sister actually is still attending the, the last year in high school, but my brother never decided to, to move away uh, mm. just for uh, yeah, very short periods of, of time. Um, what I saw, what I noticed is that, um, yeah, maybe my sister, yeah, because my brother tends not to speak that much uh, <laughs> yeah um, my my sister yeah um, takes me as a kind of a reference yeah <laughs> and I'm really trying to help help her grow let's say faster than I <laughs> than I did yeah because yeah I had anyway I'm I'm 30 so I had quite a lot lot of experiences and and I really like to share those experiences with with her to make her learn something yeah quicker and and, and faster yeah to and to help her make maybe the right decisions but yeah we we will see if, if I'm doing a good job <laughs> yeah yeah I I saw uh, when I when I do like uh, cyber stalking of people before they come on, I saw a a picture of a you and a girl that looked a little bit like you at a Ed Sheeran concert. <laughs> oh, so I yeah. assume that that's her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It was my my sister. My sister. I went to to uh, yeah to to see Ed Sheeran singing twice, maybe. Oh, yeah. really. Yeah, twice. Yeah, uh, it, it really should be should have been three times, but yeah, I I failed, uh, <laughs> I failed to to buy the the ticket. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because they they made a, a great mess the second time I tried to buy a ticket. Yeah, three minutes after they started to to sell the tickets, they were already sold out. Mm. Uh, yeah, and but but then you could find those tickets on other websites selling you those tickets at uh, yeah maybe twice or three times the actual price, <laughs> and so yeah, I, I felt to yeah to 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 go and and see him. 
that time. But yeah, I really, I really love Ed Sheeran, by the way. Yeah. What yeah. do you like about him? Maybe the fact that it is a one-man band. Yeah. yeah. Because it is the the only person on the stage and he sings in front of thousands and thousands of people. And yeah, you just see him and his guitar. And mm-hmm. yeah, and that's it. So I'm quite, yeah... Mm, I I really like it like him because yeah it, it do he does everything on its own and is amazing because yeah his concerts are full of yeah full of sounds I I really like his songs and that's one of the main reasons I I like him yeah yeah I, just curious because you you might have a a, a similar uh experiences me um even though the age gaps is are slightly different um but when you went to college and then would come back occasionally not as much as every weekend or anything like that um was it ever uh rough for you um to kind of like see your life um kind of like your your home life everything that you knew up until you went to college kind of like move on a little bit because when, when I remember I, I had a really rough time with that when I would come home occasionally, um, like maybe like once a month, once every two months or something like that. And uh, it was really rough for me to kind of like see life go on without me. Like I, I remember I went to this this concert um, that my, both my sisters uh, sing. Um, and so I went to this this concert where a bunch of their other friends were there. And it was very strange because it seemed like like everything was moving on without me, people were getting older, like, and everybody that I knew, I started to know less and less people and recognize less and less people in my hometown and everything. So what was that experience like for you? Yeah, um, I actually found that almost everything was different from the time I decided to, to leave. And um, Probably because yeah my my life completely moved to another place and but I actually um, didn't have lots of yeah after high school I actually didn't have lots of um, friends there so um, yeah um, how can I say um, Everything seemed strange just because, yeah, I, I didn't feel that place, let's say, my my home as it as it was, yeah, before I before I left. All my interests, all all the people, except for my family, of course, all the people that I <laughs> that I loved, yeah, were in another place and I kind I, I felt kind of like a stranger maybe yeah mm, yeah so it, it was it was quite weird but yeah I just uh, went back home maybe three times a year or so and just for yeah one week or, or two maybe if I had the chance yeah and that's something yeah I always experiment because 
yeah, I, I always find myself having relationships far from the place I grew up. So anytime I come back here, yeah, I always find something different. I always end up, yeah, uh, consider me as a, as a stranger. And, but I, I think that's, I think that's life and that's the path I decided to, yeah, uh, to, to walk. So. I uh, I think it, I might be a little similar because um, in my hometown, um, I don't have any extended family in my hometown. It's just my my mom, my dad, my two sisters. Um, and so it, it is kind of strange because uh, all of my friends, everybody that I knew uh, moved away. Like and, and a lot of yeah. them, uh, as soon as they went to college and moved away, the, the taxes in my hometown are really expensive because the the public school is really good. So usually if, if your last kid uh, is no longer there, you're out of there. So even like my friend's parents are gone. So all of the houses that I, I grew up going to, they didn't live there anymore. I, I take my dog on, on walks at the park and I just see my, my best friend's house and uh, she uh, like, she's not there anymore. And there's like uh, a baby swing in the backyard. And I'm like, where's her trampoline? <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. Where is all of her stuff? And it, it it was very strange. And I I I remember really vividly just like going to that concert and feeling like, wow, I this is the only place I ever felt like I really like belonged and I recognized people and I would like go out to restaurants and I would see people that I knew or I, maybe like the waitresses would recognize me or something like that. And then um and I'm like, wow, I, I don't feel like I belong here anymore. Um and I don't really feel like I belong yet in Philadelphia. And so it was just kind of this weird place of like, like purgatory. of <laughs> like, I don't know where I am. I don't know all of this kind of stuff. Yeah. But I, after time went on, I really do feel like I belong here in Philly. And I, I'm really comfortable here and everything. Like, But it was just a very strange, like in between part of my life. <laughs> mm, yeah, I got it. So, so you're in school. Um, and uh, you're, you're studying physics. And so this is another really interesting part of people's lives is kind of like the month or two months right before they graduate. Do you kind of remember what you were thinking and feeling like right before you were graduating from college? Cause I know you had undergrad and then you had grad of your master's. So I'm guessing when you were at the end of your master's, what were you thinking and feeling? Hmm. I actually wanted the day to come as early as possible because I, <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to move to, to something new. So I, I wasn't that anxious or yeah, nervous or whatever. Uh, I just wanted to, yeah, to get my job done, done to have my thesis written and revised, reviewed completely and then just, yeah. <laughs> do what, what I, what I had to and move to, to something new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was probably what I, what I felt in the last, yeah, how I was feeling in the last two, two months or, or so in my, of my experience at the university. Um, yeah. Because I, as I said, uh, I thought that, um, yeah, uh, that path was all was at the end 
So uh, I I just wanted to <laughs> to to move away, and, and <laughs> I was quite bored of all the stuff that I uh, had to do. And uh, the swans. And the swans, yeah. <laughs> And yeah, talking about the swans, yeah, I I lived before moving to to Verona. I lived in for, for a year or so in, in a small town near Garda Lake, and there they have swans all over the place. So <laughs> you, you walk along along the lake and you see swans on every street. So, really? Yeah, yeah, and it, it is quite weird because yeah they are big birds <laughs> so <laughs> yeah and they you you find them walking on the street yeah lots of people yeah feed them with bread so yeah uh, streets are their domain and they... <laughs> here i i guess the only thing that we have that that much is at least where i'm from a lot of uh foxes coyotes um squirrels and uh, and deer oh my god there's so many deer like people crash into them like all the time <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> but i i don't know i've never been uh, attacked by one though so i feel like your swans might be a little bit more aggressive than our coyotes <laughs> maybe if you get <laughs> maybe but... <laughs> you, you're in danger <laughs> so um so you you graduate And um, I remember when when I graduated um, from school, I was like really nervous about it. Um, and uh, sometimes here we have like graduation parties and stuff. And I had a graduation party for uh, when I graduated high school and then like a very small graduation party when I graduated from college. And the 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 high school one was so much more fun because I actually had like a plan of what was going to happen afterwards. When I graduated from college, like there was very little plan <laughs> like I wasn't really quite sure where to go I wasn't sure what to do and I just remember feeling really nervous because I was like okay I'm done what's next <laughs> and so when when you graduated um did you were you already looking for um for that that job that you uh started out with or what were what was your life like yeah I really didn't have time to look for for a job so I just waited for everything to, <laughs> to 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 end and then I started looking for for something to do and actually I waited for maybe seven or eight months before finding something that could be at least a bit interesting um, to me but uh, yeah I, I just wanted to find something um, as a first experience and then I went for it as soon as I yeah as soon as I found something that could suit me uh, but yeah I definitely waited for graduation before started active actively started to to look for for something and yeah one funny thing is that uh, when I had my master degree yeah I just had a simple lunch with my my friends and my family but after my bachelor degree uh yeah we we had a party at night but i actually can't remember anything about <laughs> that party yeah 
、uh, you enjoyed it in the moment. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I got drunk, and yeah, what what people told me after after that is that yeah, I I walk around and then I ask for yeah, and ask people if they wanted to be yeah, if they wanted a a hug. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> And yeah,、uh, in some way, the worst version of yourself. <laughs> yeah,、uh, actually, that was the first time I I got drunk, and <laughs> yeah, and someone also told me that yeah, I said something like,、uh, we should we should all love each other, something like that. Aww. <laughs> yeah, but apart from that, I I definitely can't remember. Anything, <laughs> so yeah, that, because yeah, I, I being that the first time I I, I got drunk, I, I I didn't know yeah what to expect, so I started、mm-hmm. drinking and yeah, okay, I'm fine, so I can keep <laughs> <on> drinking, <laughs> and yeah, but maybe that was not a, a good choice. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely. I、uh, I'm very much a, a lightweight.、Um, like I will drink half of a hard cider and then fall asleep on the couch.、Um, so <laughs> it's pretty bad.、Um, but yeah, so I I learned my limits once, and uh, uh, I don't remember it. But I had good people around me to make sure that I was fine, and they they、yeah. clean me up and everything. So it was it was okay. I was in a good place to do that. So you being surrounded by friends is probably also a good place to do that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah. So so you you have your uh your your master's lunch with your family, and so what was that that period of eight months like? Because I saw that you have like. Other interests that you outside of、uh, physics and outside of web design, like I saw. Wait, I, I want to like read it off the way that I first saw it. So, you describe yourself on Instagram as software developer, Japanese student, bodybuilder, and gumball addicted. I like the difference in categories. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't use Instagram, and that was a. Quite old description of myself, but I think it still works fine. <laughs> and yeah, I, I studied Japanese, but I am at a very basic stage. We can we can say I really like how that language sounds. I don't know why, but I I really like Japanese, and I would really like to to go there and maybe try to to live there for. Maybe a couple of years. Oh wow! That yeah, that's what I dream of at the moment. And but <laughs> yeah, I love kanji. For example, yeah. The, so what is that? What is kanji? Yeah, our, those are drawings that Japanese and Chinese use to to express different concepts.、Mm, and, okay. And yeah.、Um, And in Japanese, there are more than two thousand kanji to to learn. If you, yeah,、uh, if you want, that, <laughs>、um, if if you know to, if you want to learn the language, you you should also learn.、Um, they should be 
2,136 kanji to... Jeez Louise. Uh, yeah. And the thing is that it, they are completely different from the way we, yeah, we, we write. And so learning how to properly write those kanji because yeah, there's actual, there's an actual, mm, yeah, um, you, you cannot write kanji a, a, as you like. Yeah, you mm. have to to follow a certain certain path. We can, mm, yeah, we can call it that way. And but I really like it because yeah, I take it as a challenge, sort of game with uh, lots of levels and. And, but yeah, and I'm focusing on, on that more than on, let's say, the grammar. Mm. So maybe I cannot um, formulate complex sentences, but hey, I know, uh, I know how to say the name of lots of flowers, for example. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you give an example of a flower? Yeah, for example, uh, I, I don't know how to pronounce it correctly in english but wisteria for example oh okay uh yeah you in japanese they say fuji like the mount fuji oh okay yeah yeah mm, the kanji are completely different but the pronunciation is the is the same or maybe lotus uh, oh lotus lotus yeah Just Americanized. Uh, they, 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 they call it hasse or oh. I don't know, chrysanthemum, maybe. <laughs> Chrysanthemum. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, they call it uh, kiku. Or, yeah, the last one could be, uh, yeah, rose. They call it bara. Mm. <laughs> yeah, quite interesting. But as I say, <laughs> I'm definitely not an expert of grammar, at least yeah, at the moment. But... I'm working on it. So uh, what kind of exposure did you get to Japanese to make you interested in actually uh, learning it or being interested in it? Uh, yeah, I watch lots of anime. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's probably, the, yeah, the, the way I started to learn or actually being interested in, in Japanese when um uh so I, a lot of my friends also watch anime and there are some that i think are a little too intense for me but my favorite one of all time that i watch like the whole thing is one punch man do you, Ooh, you yeah i love it it was we were literally laughing crying the entire time, all the time yeah <laughs> so funny and then there's also one other i forget the name of it i forget all of the characters names but it was it was a, a boy who uh was kind of a shut-in as in like he lived in his house didn't really go anywhere uh and then um he went outside uh there was a girl that was about to get hit by a train he saved her and then he got transported into like this world where he has to like do quests and stuff like that to I don't know it was like he was transported into a video game and that one I actually kind of liked because the other characters were fun but anyway other than that, where I don't know the name of it and I can't remember it, One Punch Man was very, very good. <laughs> and I really like to watch any any type of anime. Yeah, the, the subject or the topic really doesn't matter. 
I'm currently watching an anime uh, that talks about, I think in English should be water polo. Or okay. Like that. Yeah. Right. They, they call it um, suiku in Japanese because, mm-hmm. yeah, sui is the pronunciation of the kanji for water and q is ball. So. <laughs> do you, uh, listen to, do you watch sub or dub? Like, uh, um, subtitles or they. Yeah, yeah, with put... Italian subtitles. And yeah. uh, w- what I really like is that, um, uh, yeah, as, as time goes by, I can recognize more and more words or expressions, even if I don't read the subtitles. So just one, one word on, or one word on, let's say, <laughs> 10 or so, but. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it is great because, yeah, just just a few months ago, I didn't know anything about Japanese or, or at least I I couldn't recognize even a, a word in, in a sentence when I, yeah, when I uh, watch anime. So <laughs> this thing is quite interesting. Yeah, from me to, to dive even deeper <laughs> into the language. I, I mean, as uh, an American, you don't always have opportunities to like learn new languages if like everything is in English all the time, no matter where you go. Um, but I learned French in, in high school. And um, I, I remember the moment where instead of like translating in my head to English, I like um, the word was the, I don't know how to describe it, but like the word meant the word. It didn't mean whatever it was in English. It's like I was actually understanding in French rather than translating for a second into English. Uh, do you is that kind of like the moment that you're talking about? Like this word means this word. So you kind of recognize the let's say the the concept. You you find more you find it easier to recognize the concept. And then, yeah, translating the word to English, something like that. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, but I often find myself, yeah, maybe explain something with a, let's say, an English word because I find that word almost anywhere uh, when I read something on the internet, for example, but I, maybe I never hear that word in in italian so i mm. maybe i cannot even know how to translate that word in in italian and this is quite strange <laughs> yeah yeah but, it's uh, really it's really cool how like different languages have like sometimes you can't translate things you just have to kind of like describe a little bit because there isn't a word in Italian or there isn't a word or, in English for or it. Maybe, yeah, or maybe you should use lots of words, lots of words, yeah, to, to describe what a single word in another language actually means. Exactly, <laughs> and, yeah. And that, and that happens to me all, all the time. But yeah, uh, talking about English, I really mm, hate the our scholar system because mm. they yeah they, they don't teach us anything that we could actually use if we 
if we want to talk to to people like we are doing at the moment or if you have a job interview you have to study everything on your own and it is quite difficult if you don't have the opportunity to interact with people that actually speak that language so they maybe spend two years uh, teaching you the the grammar but you have to find a good teacher that loves teaching you grammar then they start teaching you english literature okay mm. uh, you could be interested in english literature but yeah uh, you can't use it to find a job or yeah to uh, to talk to, to to people and yeah maybe it, should i want to declare you my love yeah I, <laughs> I couldn't write something like, yeah, shall I compare thee to a summer's day? <laughs> <laughs> I could use those words, but yeah, that's the end of it. <laughs> but if, if I just want to have a chat or yeah, go to a restaurant and have dinner or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't study those things on your own, you, you actually don't know how to do that. And yeah, I, I think. Our scholar system uh, is quite obsolete when it comes to teaching foreign languages. So it's kind of like in a little academic bubble of, oh, well, it's working forever. So we're just going to keep on doing it rather than actually asking people, hey, was this helpful? Yeah. So uh, um, is there anybody in your, your life that uh, speaks English often or how, how did you start speaking English? I actually started um, speaking English because, yeah, I when I was a kid, I really loved um, listening to English songs. Um, so I started to read the lyrics and trying to to translate those lyrics, or just um, to, just for for learning learning new words, and then maybe. Yeah, I, I also started to read things in in English and to to write things in English. But yeah, I, I actually don't know uh, no one around me that actually speaks English all, all the time or is a native English speaker. Mm-hmm. I I had the opportunity to to start actively writing and speaking English when I entered Flux Academy because mm, okay. it's a, an international web design community. So you you are forced to to write and speak English if you want to interact with other people. And being me quite interested in yeah everything Webflow related and um, yeah being me someone who loves to to help people solve yeah, yeah all the issues they have with, with the platform i had to learn more and more things or maybe when i started to to post things on on linkedin for example i didn't want to constrain myself to just a an italian yeah <laughs> to two italian people let's say mm-hmm. and so the the only way to yeah let's say to move outside the national borders <laughs> what was to yeah was to dive deeper into into english but yeah i i wish i could 
speak English more more often because maybe if I uh, if I'm alone in my room, yeah, I, <laughs> I can find uh, the the perfect word. I can structure the sentence correctly. But yeah, when it comes to talking with people, you you don't have that much so much time to. Uh, to build a sentence and maybe yeah you're a bit nervous like I am at the moment so <laughs> it is not easy <laughs> because yeah it is not easy even if you're talking in your native language if you're not yeah if you don't have the habit to speak with people uh, so often so let alone in <laughs> in a foreign language well I'm I'm incredibly impressed because uh I I mean you hear me like I I speak English and that's pretty much it. I, I with French, there were certain words where I was like, this word means this word. I don't have to translate it to English. And then with Serbian, uh, certain oh. words um, uh, like, I don't know, uh, I hear th this word so often, uh, vegba, which means um, uh, like exercise, um, because whenever uh, my, my boyfriend's on the phone with his, his mom, that's uh, always like at the time when I'm working out. And so he'll say, uh, Mala something vegba. Uh, mala means like uh, it means like short person because I, that's like the nickname for girls because <laughs> they're usually <laughs> shorter than Serbian men. Um, and so uh, mala something vegba. And so, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm incredibly impressed that and 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 I mean I wouldn't want to tell you you shouldn't be nervous because I want to tell you how to feel, but you're doing totally fine. <laughs> like there hasn't been a moment that I didn't understand something. So yeah, you're totally fine. And but that's really interesting. So uh, was was uh, uh, Flex Academy, and I'm, I'm also a huge fan of uh, Rancigal. Um, I'm I'm trying to uh, hang out with him at some point on the podcast, maybe. But we'll see if that ever happens. Um, but but yeah. So uh, was that kind of like during this eight months that that you were um, transitioning from college to work, or was that after your first job that you started getting interested in Webflow and uh, uh, through Flux Academy. Yeah, I came across Webflow for the first time maybe something like mm, a year ago or so. And then I decided to purchase Flux Academy's courses, yeah, less than a year ago. So I was still working with my yeah, nine to five job. And But yeah, it, it is a quite recent discovery <laughs> I, that I made. Yeah, mm, and I actually I I spent and I'm yeah I'm keep on spending a lot of time mm, learning new things on Webflow and I also like custom code a lot. I uh, I love writing things, for example, using jQuery or I like customizing, yeah, Webflow built-in elements using, yeah, CSS or something like that. But if we take a little step back, yeah, uh, I had a similar experience to to the one you you had when you talked about Serbian, mm -hmm. because yeah, uh, a friend of mine is uh, is Croatian, Croatian, yeah, and, very similar languages, yeah, and. <laughs> He never uh, taught me anything about Croatian, but yeah, I always listened him uh, talking to his parents. Yeah, and so the only two <laughs> words I learned of um, uh, were um, kokonoc, 
which means okay. good night and dobro, which <laughs> mean uh, well, well, <laughs> because mm. it, it yeah, uh, it said that all, all the time when when talking to his parents. So I uh, I have a lot of friends from uh for for some reason uh at, at my school they recruit a lot of uh Serbian and Croatian um athletes. So a lot of my friends are are from those places and it's it's so cool. I actually I went to Serbia um uh in 2017 or 2018. It was so it was the only time I ever left the US. Um and so it it was so fun. Um and it was so cool to like just experience a different country and like I I was extremely weirded out because it was the first time in my life that I had been someplace where the dominant language wasn't English. Um oh. Okay. which is definitely a weird experience. I was uh in a German airport in a layover and then I went to Serbia and like all of the signs were in a different language and everything like that and it just like I I mean this is probably like very I don't know maybe self-centered but I was like this is so weird. It's like I I literally felt like I was on a different planet. Um but but yeah so so back, back to your story um you were um doing flux academy and so you said you were like doing your 9 to 5 and flux at the same time um is that right yeah but i actually yeah i purchased the courses when i still was yeah in my during my 9 to 5 job but uh, i started to yeah to follow the courses when when i quit when i quit with 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 the job so yeah because i didn't have time to so much time to concentrate focus on on that so i waited until i decided to quit before starting yeah following the courses and yeah um by the way they are actually i think uh, amazing because yeah the quality of, of the content is really great and yeah they definitely they are worth the price you you pay for for those courses and yeah i i i love ran <laughs> so <laughs> you're such a cool guy <laughs> yeah i um uh, i remember actually watching his his youtube videos and um what i uh, there were like a, a couple of people that really influenced me and i, I want to know like who also influenced you uh the the people that that cuz i i went to school to study graphic design which is um it didn't i mean it had some coding classes but they were pretty minimal um but yeah so the the people that influenced me was um Christine Chun who uh works at Instacart and she has a uh i don't know if you have Instacart there Instacart is like a like a grocery delivery service it's kind of like Amazon you order your food and you um uh you can like chat with the person who's getting the food cuz usually uh in the US like you can't really walk everywhere and so if you don't have a car it's nice for somebody to go to the cheaper grocery store that's super far away and bring you your groceries to your door so she works there and she talks about that's where i learned about like product design and user experience design and then um uh ux goodies which is a, a, a instagram account uh run by oh i forget her last name she's from romania and her name is oyana i o a n a and um rancigal and then uh um uh webflow university so oh, it yeah. was like it was like a team 
of people that had no idea I even existed, but totally influenced my life. (laughs) And, and uh, showed me like this whole other thing. And then um, and this might seem a little American because uh, in the U.S. a lot of us are like really focused on money and, and material things. Um, but it was really inspirational when when Rand actually was open with um, his salary and open with how much he makes and stuff like that, that I thought to myself, wow, like I know this guy has something special to him. So it's not like a if he can do it, I can do it type thing because no. he has some special special sauce. Um, but it, it, it gave me the idea that like, like someone can do it and it's possible and you can have this like totally different life. And I didn't even know that that was even an option, uh, kind of like, you don't know what you don't know. So what was, I, I, I'm assuming that you had an experience kind of like that with multiple people influencing you. What was that like for you? Yeah, I, maybe I studied with Webflow University. I really loved their content and how they... So funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> For example, yeah, I love... Oh, I can't remember his name. Uh, oh, the, the other guy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, Greamer. Greamer, thank you. Yes. Yeah. They are so, <laughs> so, so funny and... Their content is, yeah, very valuable. And yeah, that's probably how I started to, to learn about Webflow. Then I moved to, yeah, runs videos on, on YouTube. And maybe I saw, I watched something, uh, yeah, or Pixel Geek. Yes, Nelson. Yeah, Nelson, I, I love that guy. <laughs> he, yeah, he came I, on the podcast i got to hang out with him for two hours yeah yeah i know i know <laughs> he's so cool <laughs> but maybe i i love all the people that love helping other people sharing their knowledge and yeah they're not trying to selling you something they uh, yeah they're trying they're just trying to share their values, share their knowledge, their experience. And yeah, like the FinSuite guys, for example. Mm, okay. They have a very, very, a very interesting content. Uh, they publish lots and lots of videos on YouTube. And yeah, I learned a lot of things watching their videos. And I am, and this is something I'm constantly doing all the time because yeah, uh, um, their videos are w- well done. And I, I, I don't know if you have ever watched something from FinSuite. I don't think I have, but I have heard recommendations. So I'm going to have to start like soon. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I love the guy that is on almost all their videos, who is called Joe Crew. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I really like how <laughs> he starts almost every video and <laughs> say, hello, I'm Joe Crew from FinSuite. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, I, I, I love the way, I love the way he speaks. Uh-huh. So there was Webflow University, uh, ran from Flux, um, uh, FinSuite. Was there anybody yeah. else that you, uh, um, 
I don't know. And and Nelson. Yeah, that's a that's a good team yeah. of people. <laughs> Definitely. And, and then maybe mm-hmm. something from let's say the development world. So um, people that um, don't use Webflow and there is actually a, a channel on YouTube. It is called Dev Ed. Dev, I don't know. D E V and then A D. E D. E D. Dev. Oh, like Dev Education, kind of. Yeah, something like that. I I, I don't know what those letters stand for. <laughs> and I, I think he is actual actually a, a Russian guy, or I I don't know, but that, that's <laughs> what I suppose. And yeah, he makes a lot, a lot of videos on JavaScript on, or on CSS. And yeah, and he is also a really, really funny guy. So he, he makes me laugh all the time. <laughs> and yeah, and I think that's it. Yeah. That was your team? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's really interesting. So uh, wondering, um, I had a little bit of uh, um, dev classes. I took uh, three web classes. First one was HTML. Second was HTML and CSS. Third one was HTML and CSS and a little bit of JavaScript. And so, um, and I, my web professor, I'm friends with after school. And I think he'd probably be understand the fact that I, I hated those classes um, I, I, uh, he, he was one of really one of the nicest teachers I'd had in a long time, but I was, um, I was taking this exam once and I was just crying just like in the middle of class, <laughs> this girl, this girl next to me was so good. Um, her name, oh, what was her name? Ma, 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 I, for, I forget her name. I could picture her face right now. Um, really nice girl very good in the class and so I saw her screen next to me and she was doing everything perfectly she was able to replicate the designs and I was just sitting here crying but but I'm so thankful that for that class even though I absolutely hated it um because it taught me so much about um structure it taught me taught me about like divs and classes and ideas and all this kind of stuff and I could actually understand custom code and things and so when I tr- when I moved to Webflow it, I, I I almost started crying like it, I was like this is like the best thing that ever exists it makes everything so much easier like yeah. um but but not like drag and drop or anything like that like there's a lot that goes into it and you have to understand all of the fundamentals that I learned in school you moving from the first job that you had out of school into Webflow I'm sure it was just like like I don't know, like you were on speed or something like that. Like you could do things really, really well because of everything that you knew previously. Yeah, definitely. And um, what I think about Webflow is that it is, it's not, yeah, a solution for um, someone that doesn't know anything about web design because yeah, yeah I think it is, it was, maybe it was built for, actually a web designer because if you don't know anything about yeah you know the hierarchy of, of a page uh, you cannot build a website actually with with webflow or um, you you can even make it responsive for example if you don't know how things 
actually work. But as for custom code and so um, JavaScript or jQuery, yeah, I learned what I yeah what I know just by doing because yeah when I during my nine to five job, uh, yeah, I developed with C sharp all, all the time, so I had kind of um, software developer background, and yeah, the basics are. Among all the programming, all the programming languages, yeah, the basics are almost the same. So if you know a language quite well, you can easily move from that to another development, yeah, language like yeah, JavaScript from C sharp to JavaScript or Python or C plus plus, yeah. So I didn't find learning JavaScript that mm, difficult. Or I'm not an expert. I just use <laughs> JavaScript for for yeah, for what I need to do or for I want to what I want to accomplish, but yeah, um, I find it uh, up to now. Yeah, find quite easy to do whatever I I wanted to do. Yeah, because of my software development background. And and what you learned in in Rand's class, like I know he has different kinds of classes. Some are like more business. Some are more teaching you the fundamentals. Like what did you learn there uh, that that helped you? Yeah, probably uh, lots of things related to Webflow development or how I could build my business as a freelance. They. They actually have three courses at the moment. One that focuses more on Webflow, the other one that fo that focuses more on web design, and another one that helps you build a six-figure business. Mm. I purchased I purchased all three courses, but yeah, <laughs> the last one I yeah <laughs> mm, let's say I just yeah attended the first two courses because mm. it's quite advanced. The last one is quite advanced. Mm. And, but, and by the way, they have restructured the second course, the one that focuses on web designing. And I should maybe watch all the videos once again, because yeah, mm, I know that they changed a lot of things. Lots, there's a lots of new, a lot of new material and yeah. Uh, and I think it should be fun to watch those videos again because, yeah, it seems to be <laughs> something completely different from, from the previous course. Yeah, and there's a lot of new things coming out. Like, like specifically what I'm super excited about, about the updates with Webflow is um, the whole marketplace thing. Have you been seeing updates about that? That's crazy because I, I'm friends with uh, Connor Finlayson and he – um, shows a lot of things on like integrations and uh, how you can use Airtable and all of these other things. And then Webflow comes out saying, hey, we're thinking about making that within Webflow. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, the amount of things that you can do that is crazy. When they release the final version, it will be yeah, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. And so... Um, uh, so you have these courses and, and uh, I, I saw in, in like the storyline in January, 2021, you uh, put up on LinkedIn that you were moving on to have your own freelancing. Um, yeah. So what was that transition like? What was that decision making like? Like, what was that part of your life like? Cause I'm sure that 
I'm just assuming that probably had been like a little scary. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was a hard decision to take, but I actually really wanted to escape from my job. So I had a couple of opportunities, um, a couple of yeah projects I could work on. And so, yeah, I really felt that I had to quit though that part of my life I had to quit that job and yeah I <laughs> I took that chance and I made that decision and yeah things are actually going well I can say but yeah it is still quite hard because yeah I still don't have a very large network but um, maybe I'm knowing more and more people I tend to help people and so yeah I'm starting to get um, work from people that I know that maybe yeah have a more established business but and don't have yeah enough time to to spend on new projects so maybe they yeah they ask me if I can help them and this is how I'm growing my my business at the moment yeah but, yeah yeah but I'm happy with that because yeah I love challenges and I really want to to make a difference. Uh, I don't I don't want to just yeah get my job done as it was my, during my nine to five job experience. Yeah, they told you what to do. You just did your job and that's it. Mm. You didn't have opportunities to to grow. They yeah they didn't invest in you, and I really don't like that kind of experience so that's probably another reason why I decided to move away from from that place and start a new journey I know it will be a long path and uh, a hard path but yeah (laughs) that's what I really wanted and so I I will go for it I know I can (laughs) I, I know I can, yeah, I can make it, I can do it. So it, it just takes time. That's, that's what I think you, you have to be consistent. Yeah. You have to be patient. You have to keep on working hard, but I think that, yeah, time will, will give me or will give us all the, the answers that we are looking for with where you are are now in your life um if you had like the opportunity to talk to to yourself at the moment when you were at your other job and you were like kind of like the the last I don't know straw broke and you were just like oh my god I have to get out of here I don't know what my life is going to be like but I just have to do something is there anything that you would have said to yourself um at that time with what you know now yeah probably I should yeah, I would tell myself to um, to take more risk, I think. Yeah, um, and to not spend too much time thinking what the right decision is. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I tend to spend so much time, a lot of too much time maybe before uh, before taking a decision. 
Mm, but mm, the thing is that if I, yeah, if I feel that I have to, to make a change, I will make that change. But yeah, in the meantime, <laughs> I spend lots and lots of days uh, thinking if it actually is the right decision. I try to evaluate yeah, all the pros and cons of that decision. And yeah, maybe um, if I could talk to my yeah, past self, uh, I would suggest him not to, to spend too much time thinking over and over again about yeah every decision in his life <laughs> so what what kind of things what did you mull over a lot was it um going from from physics to software from uh going from the software job to uh freelancing were those kind of like two of the bigger ones mm, maybe yeah moving from my nine to five job to to the freelance experience uh, that was maybe the the tough decision I the toughest decision that I that I took up to now yeah because when I decided to look for a nine to five job it was because yeah I I just wanted to start yeah making money because I had a completely different plans for for my life and so um, yeah. Uh, uh, a new job, a, a job, a job after my university university experience, yeah, was what I really, yeah, needed at the moment. Um, so it was, um, it wasn't um, difficult for me to take the decision to move from physics to something different, like yeah, software development. But uh, yeah, I'm deciding to. Mm, quit with your nine to five job. Yeah, you you have a you have salary every month, and yeah, moving from that to a freelancing path where you yeah at the beginning you 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 can't be sure that you will make money <laughs> or enough money <laughs> as you would like to. Uh, yeah, has been a quite hard decision, but yeah, I definitely I'm definitely happy with that. And maybe I would take that decision mm, earlier if I could, yeah, turn back time. <laughs> did um did working from from home and doing a lot of stuff from home kind of like help you make that decision when you weren't in the work environment all the time and you actually had more time to think to yourself? Oh, actually, I went to work every day, or um, even in the yeah in the pandemic. Period. Yeah. Because yeah, we the company had yeah a, a special permission to to work on uh, its pro on their projects. So yeah, we we went to work every day. Uh, so um, I actually didn't have so much time to to spend on my own. I was every day in in the office. Yeah, I just felt that. I wasn't growing and I wasn't doing what I was, what I really liked. Mm -hmm. I wasn't making a difference. So I, I needed to change something. Then I just, yeah, took the chance to, uh, that my, my friend offered me when he said that he wanted to do a new website and, 
yeah, mm, that's it. Mm, lots of my my friends actually have a mm, freelance business. Uh, none of them actually is a web designer, but yeah, uh, they do. Yeah, they are consultants for yeah, mostly, mostly. And probably that's the reason why I started to love the freelance world and start thinking about yeah this this career change at some point in time yeah during my job experience. Was there any advice that your friends gave you uh, from their own experiences freelancing um, that that you remember? Mm, just that I would need to work hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah and to be to be consistent yeah uh, they always told me that you know, i couldn't expect results to to come so so easily and yeah and fast and if things yeah are not going so well yeah that's not because you're mm, doing the wrong things or you're not good enough it's just because yeah you you have to you have to wait you have to make steps yeah day after day and yeah as if you are building as if you were building yeah a, a home for example <laughs> yeah you brick after brick yeah and you you can expect yourself to to be able to build a home in two days yeah it, it, it takes time and you have to be aware of that what was that that like first just even like, do you remember what the first week was after you quit your job and you, you like, it was real? Like, th this is it. I'm doing it. Oh, yeah, my God. I, it, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> actually, actually, I, I thought that they were all wrong. <laughs> yeah, I thought, oh, yeah, it's way easier than I thought. Really? This for, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but just for maybe the first month or so that I realized <laughs> I was completely wrong. Yeah, because you tend to say, oh, I have a project to work on, so it's fine. Yeah, but then you finish working on that project and yeah, you're left, you are left with nothing. <laughs> and you ask yourself, okay, now what, <laughs> what, what am I supposed to do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, you realize that you should do something more than just wait for a job yeah to <laughs> to fall on you from I from the sky the the best thing for that for me from just like what has worked is um uh trying to make as many genuine friends as possible and then fate kind of happens it's not the best financial advice for people because <laughs> it's not uh, always uh, going to work but I I noticed just in my own life just um uh I don't know it's kind of a side thing but um most through my life anytime I I uh connected with somebody that ha was related to getting into a school or getting a job I felt very fake like I felt um like I was trying to get something from them or I was trying to convince them of something and it just felt kind of wrong. Um, and even like professors, like you want to get a good grade. Like I wasn't always really truly being myself. I was trying to be 
what I thought the, the version of me that I thought that they would like more so that they would help me with whatever thing that I was trying to do. Um, and then uh, once I, um, uh, I was in this period of time after school, so I was trying to get a job. So I was trying to be whatever version I thought that the hiring manager wanted. And then once I started doing Webflow and I started um, getting a couple of different uh, jobs and then I actually set it up um, as a business, uh, I, I stopped um, uh, wanting for things from people. And I actually started calling people up <laughs> from before I started the podcast. I, I uh, found people on LinkedIn that I was interested in and I would just message them literally and be like, do you want to be friends? You seem cool, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> which is not something that people normally get. on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, just, I thought these people were interesting and it was the first time in my life um, where I my the learning um, wasn't being dictated by school because I was kind of like a little resentful of that. I'm like, oh, I have to do this for a grade. I have to do this based on a rubric. I can't write the way I want. I have to do it the way, like I was so tired of of being something so that other people would like it or some other people would grade it well, that once I actually was able to like learn because I actually genuinely was interested in it, I, I became like the most curious person that I, I've, the most curious version of myself that I've ever been so when it came came to jobs i i was i was finally able to relax and just like be genuine friends with people and and ask some questions and things like that and and it kind of just just happens like like someone listened to my podcast and thought that i was uh actually genuinely interested in web design and they asked me to work on a project with them i'm like okay and then um maybe people found out that i uh, I could do this. And they're like, oh, well, I do that. Could you help me with a project that I'm working on? I'm like, okay. And then another person that had nothing to do with Webflow, she was actually a user experience designer, Emily Hurley, who's a very, very nice person. Um, she had a friend who was working at this job and said, hey, like you and I were chatting and I really like you. So would you be interested in applying for this job? And that's the job that I'm working at now. And so like, I, if, if anybody's like listening to this of like what to do or anything like that, like always constantly just make genuine friends and expect nothing and fate kind of just happens. And that's the best thing that I've done. And it's just, it just feels a million times better than what I was doing before. Cause before I, I, I wasn't even being myself. Yeah, yeah, I, I actually felt the same. And for me, yeah, it, it is the same because yeah, helping people and sharing your knowledge with people for free, just, yeah, because you like helping people or you want to yeah, build genuine relationships is, I think it is amazing and probably uh, it, mm, it's what, yeah, mm, makes me, or made me, uh, gave me the possibility to, to work on different projects recently because, um, yeah, you, uh, you have the chance to set yourself as, uh, yeah, an expert from one hand and from the other, uh, yeah, um, people start thinking of you as a, someone who really wants to help people um, without expecting anything and in in return yeah and 
and that's how I built a lot of relationships in in just a few months. Uh, maybe yeah, inside the community forum, people yeah started to message me instead of yeah writing posts on on the forum because they know oh, really? they, yeah because they know they can count on me and then that way I also have the chance to uh, always find new challenges yeah and get the chance to learn new things and yeah deal with different topics things that I didn't even think about yeah before before people yeah talked me about that and that is amazing amazing yeah just sharing what you know and just yeah sharing your willing to help people yeah without trying to to, to sell anything <laughs> anytime you you post something on linkedin for example or yeah um asking people to to pay you just because you spent an hour or two trying to to figure out um, yeah uh, how to help them with, with their issues yeah and this is something that i really love and this is something that is completely different from what i experienced during my nine to five job experience because uh, yeah there uh, lots of people tend to um they don't like to share what they know maybe i don't know probably because they are afraid of you um, taking their place maybe if you mm. learn too much I, I, i don't know i don't know i is something i really don't like and maybe <laughs> this is another reason i decided to to escape from that place because i think that sharing is a great opportunity to to grow for example because yeah uh we can learn lots of things from other people and then with those things yeah we can create new stuff and then share with other people and yeah and it's quite interesting process yeah where at, at the end you you end up build something very yeah something great thanks to anything that people decided to to share with each other it's it's very different than um uh where i was before too um so i was in graphic design which i felt was a uh, a little competitive and not very collaborative like i didn't have a group project at all uh in in school um i uh and also um it kind of felt i don't know if this was just me but uh, it kind of felt like someone else's success kind of dims you a little bit makes you seem not as great in because your thing if it was the only if it was the best thing on the table you would seem great but even though you have the same exact thing you have something that's slightly better than it or a lot better than it you kind of feel like crap um but when i moved to webflow and 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 web design it it's very different like the whole culture for the most part is very different like everybody's so uh uh kind with their their time and information like there's not a lot of gatekeeping if somebody spends a lot of time on a course or something like that 
the prices usually seem to be very reasonable and the quality is really, really good because the people are actually passionate about it. Um, so that that's always, always been really, really cool to me. And um, I think a lot of what we've been talking about is like has to do with um, ego and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, like what, what do you think about all, all of that in, I guess just in generally in your life, have you ever had an issue with, with ego or anything like that? Cause when, when I moved from graphic design to web design, I really had to remove that negative thing of comparing myself because it just, I, I saw so many examples of other people that just like didn't have an ego and were open to learning or, or celebrating other people. What was that like for you? Yeah, actually it is something that I still not so um, used to do. Yeah. Because it is, um, it is something that I didn't do. Yeah. During my nine to five job experience, celebrating uh, other people's success or maybe just, yeah, stopping comparing yourself with other people and which and those are thing, the things that I'm focusing on the most in yeah in the last in, in the last month in these last months because yeah I, I think you just have to to find your way and stop thinking that you're not as good at as yeah other people because yeah every one of us is everyone is, is different and yeah everyone is has um their own talent uh, things that um yeah we we like things that we don't like and yeah we just um, foc- we should just focus on what we like most and um, where we want to to get to instead of yeah take uh, what in other people do as an inspiration Maybe, mm-hmm. but we we should stop thinking, yeah, comparing uh, ourselves to other people because, yeah, uh, that way you also uh, end up spending lots of energy that you could use, yeah, to do something else. But I think that, yeah, also sharing success uh, with other people is is crucial to to grow. And yeah, to create your, let's say, your own community and to build your own network. And this is something we should, yeah, we all should learn to to do. And yeah, and that's something I really, I'm really focusing on because, yeah. It's, it's I don't know, it's kind of like an idea of uh, you really can't do everything alone in a vacuum. <laughs> yeah, you need to collaborate with other people yeah you you can do a one-man band you're not at Sheeran (laughs) (laughs) you you cannot (laughs) yeah you cannot take care of web design web development uh yeah advertising custom integrations and so on and so forth yeah so you you need to be you, you have to be able to to collaborate with other people and yeah so uh it is important yeah not to compare yourself to to other people yeah because you have yeah a mindset that mm, prompts you to yeah to be a collaborative person 
not someone that just wants to uh, be better than other people and, and and stuff like that yeah i um uh kind of like totally different but just an example of somebody that um uh showed that to me um before i actually started doing it myself was it do, do you ever listen to the the joe rogan podcast uh mm -hmm. american podcast oh no so uh I, do you know who this guy is uh have you ever heard his name before no never oh so he he's this guy that uh uh is from he like was from boston and then he moved to la and now he's in texas he's this guy that has a podcast and so what he does is he he's a stand-up comic um but oh. he's also a uh mixed martial arts uh commentator for like the the ufc which is like a fighting uh thing so it's like oh. two totally different things and so <laughs> it's very strange but he um so what what he taught me a lot about um uh ego and collaborating with people is um uh so when when he would do uh stand up comedy and stuff like that um uh app apparently it used to be like a really really competitive kind of like cutting each other off thing like someone else's success diminished you because you seemed less funny because they were doing really really well and so he just over and over again um uh had younger people on his podcast and um uh like uh celebrated them and like like gave them really good advice and never um pushed them away and stuff like that and just watching somebody else do that over and over again because mm -hmm. i've been listening to this podcast for a long time um it it made me uh I don't know. It just sometimes seeing somebody else do something um, over and over again shows you how to do it, because it's one thing to just say it. And then it's another thing to just be like, oh, wow, this is how you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you have to to show how to do it and not just yeah say <laughs> what to do. Yeah. Yeah, I really think so. Yeah, maybe looking at other people doing something yeah makes mm, that thing part part of yourself maybe yeah it, it becomes mm, a habit maybe yeah because you you see that thing over and over again and mm, yeah that's quite interesting and yeah he also showed me a lot about and it's very strange to like have this person who does like entertainment and fighting which is like not what I do, <laughs> but uh, he, he, he showed me, not me, but just in general of uh, uh, the importance of surrounding yourself with your peers and, yeah. um, and even like uh, doing something that you're doing right after somebody who did it way a million times better and constantly using that person as a challenge um, to make yourself better. Because if you're constantly playing with like a worse tennis player, <laughs> you're not going to improve but if you're playing against a better tennis player um you're gonna you are gonna improve so uh so yeah that that uh that kind of stuff of of reaching out to people uh was always really important to me um but but m moving on i i'm curious about the transition for you from freelancing to this job in my state which is very interesting oh yeah you're talking about <laughs> collaboration with with the agency yes yes oh yeah yeah i started yeah this collaboration maybe 
a month ago and yeah we are actually at a very early stage we had um, a couple of projects um, we are working on currently and yeah it's quite interesting because yeah i am um, i always yeah uh, when i started since, since i started my freelance experience i always worked alone on myself but yeah when you start collaborating with an agency you you have to learn how to work with other people and you are responsible for maybe for other people as well and yeah you can take uh, all the decisions on your own you have to constantly yeah talk with other people compare with other people and yeah it to me it is very interesting because it gives me the possibility to learn new things because yeah you are not alone so maybe uh, you are a webflow developer but another people in the team is a web designer another is specialized in advertising for example and so you can take things from this person that person and use those those things to yeah uh, grow your your skills and and then yeah you have the chance to to interact with new people and create new relationships i started yeah collaborating with this agency maybe yeah a month ago or so uh, but i i think that great things will will come so that's right <laughs> How did how did this start? Um, did uh, did you apply? Did they reach out to you directly? Yeah, they, they reached out to me, yeah, on on LinkedIn. Then we we had a little chat about yeah the about me about the agency the the project, and then yeah I decided to dive into this new experience. And yeah, I'm quite excited, a bit afraid maybe because <laughs> I will be responsible for a couple of things or a couple of projects. But yeah, I am quite excited. And yeah, I actually also know that I can perform well. I want to learn new things. I want to improve my English. I want to know <laughs> new people. So yeah, I have to fight against this fear and yeah go go for it so and th that's why I asked you <laughs> at the beginning <laughs> you want to join the team so <laughs> I will definitely take that into consideration um especially like it's interesting that they're they're so close to me Westchester is I have friends that go to school at Westchester University and I think it's two hours away from me but Pennsylvania is so huge like some places are like seven hours away <laughs> like it's such a big oh. state yeah uh and um within pennsylvania seven, yeah. hours, seven hours from one place to another pennsylvania is a big rectangle so oh. um uh from from uh i don't know and then and then ohio is like not too far so uh if you drive from the bottom left corner of pennsylvania to the top okay. right corner yeah. it's crazy how far cool. and and it's so much farmland and everything too like i don't know i live in 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 philadelphia which is close to new york and new jersey um mm. 
but uh but yeah so um curious uh what about this agency um made you want to join because i get a, like a lot of messages all the time from people that i feel like didn't even read my profile <laughs> they're yeah. like oh do you want to do this like xx engineering job and i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> Like, and sometimes I respond, I'm like, did you look at my profile or did you just like look at my name and you're like, oh, she might work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I decided to, yeah, to, to dive deeper because, yeah, the guy that reached out to me seemed to be quite interested in what I was sharing, what I'm currently sharing on LinkedIn. Well, yeah, he, he, it seemed that he took time to, um, uh, yeah, search for things that I did. So it seemed that he knew me quite quite well. So and he has a very strong attitude, and he seemed to be very very prepared. He seemed to know quite well what what to do. So he convinced me to, <laughs> to, to join the team. And yeah, we will see because, uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I saw this as a chance to grow. So I didn't think so much, uh, if this could be the right cho choice. I saw an opportunity in joining the team. And so I said myself, why not? let's give it a try someone <laughs> if i don't try I, I i will never know someone told me um uh, a long time ago and i feel bad because i have no idea who this person was i just remember what they said um but uh someone told me that if if you're not scared then uh it's probably not like growth for you yeah which That's made me much. feel so much better about being scared <laughs> yeah because I, i'm scared all the time <laughs> every time <laughs> i start a new thing i i i'm scared uh, maybe it is something that i did all the time because yeah maybe you already had a chat with someone in english or maybe you already applied to a similar job yeah wrote people but yeah to me every time is a yeah a new experience and so i'm i always feel yeah i'm always scared but yeah i i really think so if if it doesn't scare you yeah maybe it is not an opportunity for you to to grow it to improve yourself so. <laughs> i i i it always it made me feel better and also i remember hearing somebody else say that um uh your the nerves that you have are like like your your heart going faster or like palms being sweaty like mine um it it uh it's just like your body um trying to prepare you for whatever is going to happen because your body doesn't always know what's going on like your brain does um so it that also made me feel a lot better of like oh this isn't my body like sabotaging myself um it's mm -hmm. not getting in the way like this is my body's trying to help me um, do whatever this is. So just appreciate it, understand it's like not really necessary to have sweaty hands. Um, but <laughs> like yeah. you, that mindset made me feel a lot better because I'll feel like nervous or I'll shake or something like that. But I understand that, that she's trying to help me. <laughs>
Yeah, because every any, every time you try to do something new, you're actually try to go out your comfort zone. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think it's uh, yeah, it's normal if you yeah if you feel scary because yeah you're moving to a, a place that you actually don't know. <laughs> so you, mm-hmm. you're moving out, and but that's the only thing you you can do to to grow. I think yeah, and you just have to to start. Uh, if you yeah if you manage to to get started yeah. Uh, <laughs> you you're on the right path (laughs) okay you have to be consistent you have to take your time but if you yeah take the first step you you you, yeah we can say you're already there (laughs) (laughs) sometimes the hardest thing is just starting sometimes I overthink the whole thing and then once I start I'm like oh this isn't that big of a deal <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking about for the last like two days procrastinating this task <laughs> yeah but um so uh w- where you are now um do you have any thoughts on on the future or anything like that sometimes like for me I uh I sometimes I try to guess what's going to happen even like in such a short period of time like three years and usually I'm always wrong and it always is better than what I thought it was going to be. And if it, if I got everything that I wanted, I probably wouldn't be as happy as I am now. So do, do you have any thoughts on, on the future, like the next couple of years? Yeah, I always think about the future. But what I learned is that, yeah, every time everything is completely different from what I expected. Because, yeah, every four years or or, or so, there's an abrupt change in my life <laughs> and I just uh, yeah and it happens that I decide to change lots of things <laughs> and yeah and so I I moved to something that is completely different from what I thought it would be <laughs> yeah a few years before and what I would really like to do uh, is yeah I'm going to, to Japan uh, maybe Ooh. yeah in a couple of years or or so but before doing that I would really like to create a, a business let's say that stands on it on its own <laughs> and that's Ooh. what I'm focusing on right now because yeah apart from Japan what I would like to, to do is um, traveling so carrying my business with me because yeah being a web designer or web developer yeah you we can say you just need yeah a laptop and an internet connection and yeah if you have the chance to to travel if you have enough money to 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 travel yeah to me it would be it would be great because uh, it is something that i didn't do when I yeah when I was at university I never moved from Pavia even mm-hmm. if I had the chance to do that and probably yeah uh, this is something that I really miss we can say and so I really want to try <laughs> something something new yeah uh, meeting people from different cultures, different places all, all over the world. So that's what I'm focusing on right now. And yeah, maybe in any couple of years or over three at most, yeah, I will be able to, to do that. 
That's so exciting. Yeah. Uh, one place that um I might want to recommend uh I I have a a a web design uh agency owner from Japan um coming on the podcast in a, a week but I don't know when it's going to be coming out. Um so the company name is called Itsubo uh U T OSO or something like that. And I'll send you their stuff that it's really cool. Like the, the, the stuff that they do is incredible. I don't know if you'd ever just want to uh, be friends with them or, or something like that, but uh, yeah. The, uh, and, and they, they offer um, uh, visas and, and stuff, but, uh, but yeah, that, that, that all sounds so interesting to be able to travel because uh, you are your, your standalone business and, and wherever you live isn't exactly relevant <laughs> and so you can be wherever you are as long as the time zone relatively makes sense yeah and yeah apart from that i would really like to find someone who can join me and, <laughs> and uh, let's say for for this journey all, all over the world because yeah uh, it is something that i traveling it is something that i find really exciting but um, i don't know i think you should have To, to me at least you should have someone yeah beside you to uh, live um, a full experience we can call it. maybe we we can say this uh, yeah because being alone is something that I really don't like and yeah moving from place to place yeah it can be uh, It can be interesting, yeah, for maybe the first few years, but then I think you should stop somewhere, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, but maybe, yeah, I would really like uh, to to build my, my own family, for example, somewhere. So I, maybe in the future, I will have to stop somewhere. And But yeah, finding someone that could, yeah, join you when you move around the world yeah and someone you can have yeah yeah that, that simply stands beside you and someone to yeah to really share your life with is something amazing for me yeah that sounds so exciting just like traveling with someone that i mean that's obviously something that i would love to do someday uh going going and and like Lazar and I like being able to uh I don't know like I always wanted to go to all these different places in Eastern Europe and still be able to have my job and I don't know it, it's definitely a, a dream that I feel like more people are realizing is an option um and I think that in in like the next 10 years a lot of people are going to just be able to actually live that out and just feel a lot uh happier I think do you think Yeah, and I also think that yeah, traveling from if you travel from from place to place from place to place, yeah, you end up um, feeling that you 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 don't belong to anywhere, yeah. But yeah, if you have um, someone beside you, maybe that person could be <laughs> let's say the place you you belong to. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know if I managed to explain the concept as I as I wanted. Your, your home is with that person that you love. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. beautiful. So, um, uh, you. This is kind of like the, the last question that I, I want to ask you. Uh, is kind of a personal question. 
Um, and uh, with all of these changes in your life, you made a lot of like um, sacrifices and, and risks and really hard work. And my question is, um, do you think that you are happy with everything? Mm, right now, no. <laughs> no. There are lots of things that, yeah, I'm trying to 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 improve in my life, but I think I'm on I'm on the right path, I can say. But I'm definitely not happy <laughs> mm -hmm. because I know that there are lots of things that I need to do. Uh, yeah, I, and I'm currently spend a lot of time um, working or studying because, yeah, I think that maybe I should have started few, um, yeah, few years before. Uh, so I'm trying to, let's say, concentrate all, all the time that I, that I have to, to fill the gap, <laughs> let's say. Uh, So, yeah, I don't have so much time for the social part of my life. And I'm trying to spend a lot of time on my work, on, on my business, because, yeah, I don't have, let's say, anyone I have to take care of. Mm. I, I, I'm alone, so right now I have time, and I think I should spend that time working on my business. So maybe in... A year or in a couple of years I would have yeah the time I think it is needed to build yeah the social part of my life as I <laughs> would really like to when uh sometimes when I'm, I'm working super late at night or I'm editing a podcast or I'm like doing all of these extra stuff um and putting more time into my day uh there is a moment where I'm like I'm working a lot now but at some point I will be busy and I'll have maybe kids or a life or all of this kind of stuff. And so I'm trying to build as much as I can now because later on I might not have as much time <laughs> to yeah. do all of these things. So it's kind of a, a, a interesting thing, but also like in like having all of these things happening in the future and everything, I think it's very exciting. Um, like, like you don't know what your life is going to be like and like, It's a surprise, kind of. Yeah, and, and another thing I, uh, yeah, I really believe in is the fact that time is probably our most valuable resource. And what really matters is how we decide to spend that time. And when, when we are young, when we are kids, yeah, maybe um, we tend to think that, yeah, we, we can do or we can be yeah, whoever we, we want and that for everything that will always be time. But yeah, when you grow up, you realize that this is not true. You, mm. you don't have an endless amount of time. So time and energy. So you have to carefully decide where to put those ener <laughs> that energy and that time. And yeah, and probably I realized all these things maybe too late, too late, later than I should have. <laughs> You're not an old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very young, But, only 30. <laughs> yeah, but I think that time is not my friend. <laughs> so I, yeah. um, I'm I'm very uh just in my own life just very thankful for all of the things that have happened up to the point where I am because um there's so much for me to do so much for me to learn 
but I think that I am, I think that I am happy um, because I, I don't know, it's like little things that, that I have in my life and um, uh, opportunities and all of these things that might happen in the future. So that's all, all very exciting. Um, uh, where was I going with this? Um, but I, I guess uh, it, you can't um, change things in the past or anything like that. So I try not to um, think of myself and try to give advice to myself because she doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's me. She can't do anything. Um, but if there was somebody that was in a similar position to you um, and that is, is in like those different parts of your life that you wish you could give advice. Um, is there any like last pieces of advice that you would give somebody who maybe is transitioning from another thing into user experience uh, into, into Webflow, or do you have any piece of advice if somebody's listening to this? maybe in invest on your present maybe and um, taking risks and yeah and don't be satisfied don't be happy with the easy path and yeah that those are probably yeah the advice that i would do to to to, to anyone probably and these are the things that i trying to talk about to my sister right? because mm-hmm. I really would like her, I really yeah what I would really uh, what I really want is yeah uh, I really want her not to yeah waste her time yeah okay she is uh, she's young and but uh, what you do and yeah for your present yeah you makes you and gives you the opportunity to create the future that you really want and if you start early yeah then you will reach your goals earlier maybe yeah then when you when you will get to yeah your first goals yeah then you will find something else to to invest upon but yeah maybe if you start early then you will live a happier life with no regrets or something like that. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> really are, good. Of- these are, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, this is complex for me. It would be complex to explain, even, maybe even in Italian, because <laughs> yeah, it is hard to yeah, find the words to, yeah, to explain w- yeah, w- what you feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's making sense to me. And and your sister is really lucky to have somebody out there who's who's really uh, uh, wants to help her and give her advice and everything. So she has a really good big brother. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I'm trying to be a good older brother. <laughs> and uh, just uh, like to wrap up and everything, it's been really really fun to talk to you. It's very uh, a strange experience for, to to meet somebody online uh kind of follow them for a while and then the first face-to-face conversation is like two hours and 13 minutes yeah <laughs> it's been quite a long conversation and i really liked it and if you want we can make an experiment to <laughs> to wrap up sure yeah, it's the experiment how, yeah uh, okay i'm really bad at telling joke jokes even in italian <laughs> and i don't even know how humor works <laughs> <laughs> But there's a joke I really, I really love. And I actually, it is not even 
yeah, a classical joke. One, yeah, um, a joke that makes you laugh as soon as you and yeah, telling it. Maybe, it. But maybe, yeah, in a few hours, you maybe you'll be on some errands and yeah, you, <laughs> you, you start laughing for no apparent reason because yeah, you, you got the, you got the joke, you remember the joke and you start laughing for, <laughs> for that. And yeah, we, we can try. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm listening. Okay, so once upon a time, there was a hermit that was known for being able to yeah solve quite complex problems or yeah answering big questions about mankind, soul, life, and death. And yeah, every year, lots of pilgrims went to visit the hermit to ask all sorts of questions. And one of the guy. Mm, that went to visit the hermit yeah when he got the chance to to talk with the hermit mm, said yeah i had a very specific question to to ask each day when i wake up i have breakfast with a toast then i put butter and jam on it but from time to time yeah the toast falls off my hands onto the ground and every time it happens yeah the part with the butter and the jam is the f- the third <laughs> that touches the floor every time so why why does this happen and yeah the hermit yeah, looked at the man with his eyes wide open uh, a subtle smile on his face yeah maybe because it was bored by all of those big questions that people used to to ask him and with a very yeah calm and peaceful voice said the answer to your question is actually quite simple. And that happens because simply because you put butter and jam on the wrong side of the toast. <laughs> so saying like, like it's you, it's not the world. <laughs> yeah. If you put it on the other side, it would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I actually found it very, yeah. <laughs> interesting as a as a joke and it made me laugh the first time i heard about that i like it <laughs> oh great great so um the the last thing that i do before i wrap up every time is uh i just uh i introduce myself again and say where people can find me uh and kind of like what i do um and then we always i always wrap up with um with you and saying like your name if people want to reach out to you for a project, like they know Italy works perfectly as a time zone for them, uh, then they, they can reach out to you and learn more about you. Is that a good way to wrap up the podcast? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I, I could tell maybe where, where they can find me, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Like your website. And also all of this, like people don't have to worry about spelling or anything because it'll all be in the podcast description. They can just click the link. Oh, okay. Yeah. Alrighty, so I'll, I'll wrap up with me. So um, my name is Emily Giordano. I am a American uh, web designer, web flow developer, and user experience designer. Um, I love making digital experiences because they're super fun, super interesting, and there's all these different ways that you can attack, that you can attack all of these problems. There's totally different levels of everything. Sometimes you can have a website that's, that's kind of just like a beautiful, representation of a business card and other times you can make these like amazing uh tools 
or, or experiences for people to um, understand this information that you've made. So there's always a vast spectrum of things and Webflow is always improving to uh, make things more accessible, make things uh, um, uh, more fun to uh, <laughs> make digital experiences. So if you're interested in that, you can uh, contact me. Um, it's My email is emily, E-M-I-L-Y, at greatdesignly.com. My website is greatdesignly.com. So is my Instagram. Uh, I have this podcast, Great Design Lead Podcast, and I also have a YouTube channel that um, I just do for fun, which is me uh, uh, reacting to um, uh, websites that I've seen for the very first time and just how I, my first thoughts, all these different things, because it teaches me a lot about user testing and often uh, helps me make friends with the people that made the websites, which is is fun for me. So it, the YouTube channel is Great Design Lead channel. It's all the same name. Um, but yeah, so that's that's enough with me. And then we'll hand it off to you. Okay. So my name is Francesco Castronuovo. I'm a Webflow designer and developer from Italy. Consider myself more a developer than a designer, and I love everything that is Webflow related, but what I love the most probably is the yeah the development part, all that is related to custom code or custom integrations. And I really like to help people, yeah, creating great experiences, great websites. And yeah, if you want to reach out to me, you can find me on LinkedIn at Francesco Castronuovo or reach out to me, yeah, at Francesco uh, at francescocastronovo.com. Yeah, everything is the same. Or, um, yeah, that's it, I think. Yeah. And it's been a very great experience. Uh, so I would really like to thank you for your invitation for this long chat. <laughs> it's been amazing. We Maybe we should do this more often. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> It would be really fun. I, I always end end the podcast with uh, until next time, because it, I think this is a fun way to catch up with my friends and, and keep up yeah. with them and stuff like that. So I would love to have you back sometime to hear what your job is like or, or different things that happen with you in the future. Or maybe we could do like a crazy time zone difference if you're in Japan one day. <laughs> yeah, it would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been really fun. Thank you so much for all of your time. And I guess this is just goodbye until next time. Yeah. Cool.